Dave Jokes here, and uh, welcome back to part two of the Alex Ramundo uh, episode. Um, like I mentioned in the first intro, the conversation just flowed so well, and we were having such a good time that uh, before we knew it, we were hitting two hours on, on, on the episode, on recording. So rather than try to cram you with a full two hours plus and possibly you know, risk not having you listen all the way through. We decided to break it up into two parts and, you know, give you a teaser for the first part and then have you finish it off with the second one. So here we go. This is really good. Tequila. So last last night you mentioned that uh, both your kids. Oh, don't mind if I do. They're both musicians. Both musicians. They they are they're artists. So did he's you getting ever, pussy? Did you did you ever think uh, that maybe one of them would want to be going to comedy? Follow your footsteps? Uh, no. I no. mean, um, I did encourage them both to go do open mic when they were uh, young teenagers, just because I said, you know what, it's just a cool exercise um, to go see what you think about stuff because uh, that's where I figure out sometimes when I say shit on stage when I say shit on stage I realize right then oh that's what I think about that um, and because I, I really like living in that moment and I, and I just recommended to my kids to uh, to go see what you feel I said go watch some open mics no one with me there just go in the thing and then get up there because I knew they were both artists and, um, and it's just a great way to express yourself um but they are both musicians, and, and you can check them out on all music platforms. Um, nice. She goes by Mariah Raimundo. Obviously, that's her name. And my boy goes by just Raimundo, all lowercase. Okay. I've, I've totally heard different styles and, and, uh, and a lot very similar. They do a lot of stuff together, too. And, and they're pretty badass. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed with them. You know, because when they were little... Uh, we had just moved to Hollywood, and and I was like, you know, you want me to put you in this place over here, and you go, and they really had zero interest in it. They were like, nope, nope, nope. They liked all the shows and all the stuff, but they were like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And I was kind of I remember thinking, ah, you know, I have this door to show them, and uh, because uh, again, when I was a kid, um, big Mexican family moved into a place, and and every Sunday, like today, all my aunts and uncles and cousins and would come over, and there'd be a party. Um, and at the end of the night, me and my brothers and sisters would mimic what we saw on television that week. Uh, Carol Burnett, Tony Orlando, and Don. We just put on shows on a fireplace. And and I just remember what a charge I got out of doing that kind of stuff. And I, I guess like any parent, you want those things for your kids. And I, and I had the ability to show them Hey, these are some big stages. You can you know you can check this out and you have an opportunity. And there there was zero interest in it. Right. Uh, and then out of nowhere, when they became kind of teenagers, they kind of both found uh, their voices. And which is, you know, I'm man, I'm so proud of my. I, I get a little teary eyed when I watch them 
Uh, I genuinely remember one time uh, watching them do a show together. They have a band called 222, which is just a group of kids that kind of come in and out of that group. But that that's, my son was born at 222, so he, he's kind of, I don't know, I, they wouldn't say he's the leader, but he's kind of the founder of that that group. Kind of holds uh, it together. Yeah, and um, and they did a concert, and they had 222 behind them. And, and me and my wife were, you know, holding the spotlight and you know taking the money at the door and all the things you know making sure nobody was getting fucked up and all yeah. that. We, we, we were the parents you the know? stage parents yeah. yeah and and i remember looking at my wife and going it's their turn which is cool you know check them out everybody check them out you'll dig it for sure yeah so, i definitely dig uh, your son's music because i actually um have him on my spotify because when we first met you introduced yeah. his music, and it's man it's it's really good music it's, he's always doing something a little different you yeah know? Well, so i was going to tell you that I, 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 I checked it, it in. I checked into it. Um, what is it? Six months ago, and I was like, "Man, is, is this the same guy?" Yeah, like, right. It, whole the, the, different the, thing. It went to a whole different. Um, I remember. I think when I first listened to it, it was it, it, the, the, it was it was rap, but it was more of like a, from a heartbroken standpoint. Yeah, right, I think at that right. time, it was very much and romantic. Now it, it's, it's gotten into a more of aggressive kind of rap, and it, I was like, "Dude, this is a this is a newer version of yeah. it." And I had to recheck it to make sure that it was. Still, I was like, "Yeah, that's the only Raymundo on there." I was like, what "Yeah, you, yeah, but no, it, he's, he's, he's it's taking a, a lot of turns voice. there. Yeah. yeah, he's taking a lot of turns, which is cool, uh, and uh, it's, it's it's fun. It's fun yeah. to watch him, and and yeah. he's pretty dedicated at it. You know, he, he I, she. Is, uh, she is as well, but I don't get to see her because she lives in Dallas, and but he lives at home, and so I see the time that he, you know, when he comes home from work, he goes straight down and he's down there with his buddies making music. It's cool. That, so it's cool. I think that's cool because I like it. Just so with you, I, I got boys. I have um, I have a nineteen year old, twenty three year old, and so like with you, I, I see their development grow differently, and and I get it. I like growing up. I was like I had these hopes for them. But as they grew older, I realized that they were different people. So, like, it's it's like as a parent, you want them the best. You want to give them the best. You want to give them everything you didn't have, and 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 um and you hope that it guides them to you know you have your this idea of what you hope they go to. But then at some point, you come to the realization, like you said, they're going to be their own person. So even though they go off and they do things that you know different than what you had thought they were going to do or whatever like that, they end up doing it. I feel like you can always sense still that the that the um. What's the word I'm looking for here? The um, the foundation that you laid as they were growing up, like you said, your son's work ethic. I feel like he he probably developed that from watching you see well, his dad. Even he's got his, it there. He don't have it much where anywhere else. <laughs> well, but, but still, he, it's he, there. It's he, for something he has passion about. Yeah, no, that that that's for sure. Um, uh, you know, I, I've never thought of anything I wanted them to do. It's just cool as to all parents who's who are listening anytime you see your child uh, uh grow confidence from something you know and nurture that because that's what you really look for i remember wanting my boy uh to really uh um, be active in sports uh just because of the lessons it teaches you and he had zero interest which was weird to me because i was such a young athlete and uh um but i realized he's just a different dude but but at the same time, when you see him, you know, when I saw him getting that confidence from music, I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You like this that repo, oh, don't you? It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, like I just unbelievable. All right. Yeah, so I, I agree with you 100%. But like like you said, it's just, I mean, the kids just doing their thing nowadays. It's just, it's amazing. Um, like my but kid, I'll tell you something, my little girl, boy, her voice is unbelievable. Yeah? Oh, man, she's... She's like my sister. My sister's a musician, um, and and her raw talent, 
her raw talent is is crazy. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I know that you have a sister that's in the business. Uh, yeah. Other siblings are in entertainment. They're all or? artists of some kind. My uh, uh, my my oldest sister Anna, she's a writer. Uh, she was uh, she penned the book uh, Selena. Um, I'm sorry, not Selena, uh, Celia Cruz. Okay. Uh, and, and, and spent some time with her, you know, before she passed away to, to write that. And, um, and um, uh, my, my sister, uh, Gabriela, and my brother, Antonio, they are, they're chefs. You know, they, they've, we grew up in hospitality, so they're all expressing themselves. We, we're all expressing ourselves somehow uh, in an in a, um, artistic way. Which is cool. Which yeah, that's really cool because you got a whole family just full of. So were your parents really big on and uh, encouraging you guys to express yourself the way you want to? I mean, they because were, being that they were old school, you know, Latino. Well, they Mexican. were artists too. They just never got the ability because they came to this country to give us a better opportunity. They they had to you know work three and four jobs, and so but they were artists. My dad, uh, you know, he 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 could draw. My dad was like it's a true story. He was a cliff diver. Well, that's that's an entertainer. That's yeah. what I wanted to yeah, ask. Yeah, he's an inter- he was an entertainer. My mother, uh, she was an inter- entertainer. We, we she was, uh, you know, we, we all grew up in that, and but they didn't get to do it. And um, uh, I, you just encourage, you know, um, expression. How long? Awesome. How long was he cliff diver? Um, I don't know. That's a question you'd have to ask him, uh, and he's dead. <laughs> uh, Sorry, but but uh, but I'll tell you one thing. This is kind of cool. I remember being nine, and my brother uh, Grant, who was eleven, and my brother Tony, who was twelve at the time, we went to Acapulco, and he took us to the Quebrada where they dive. And he's like, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna introduce you to my old friends and see who's there. And and sure enough, my dad walked in, and people, you know, said, Oh my God, Alejandro, I haven't seen you in how many years? Because he did it when he was, you know, a kid before we were around. And so this was, you know, obviously 10, 15 years later. But he, um, he's like, These are my boys, and they're like, Oh my God, they're kids. And then he goes, oh, I thought I'd let them jump off the cliff, and they went. I thought, surely not. And they went, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Chop. So we went to the Quebrada. You've seen the images, right, of the yes. in Acapulco. There's the big cliff, and there's this like this little platform over here where you, you go down to, and you jump in the water, and you swim across to the other side, and you climb the walls, which is how I got here. Um, <laughs> but they were like, yeah, go on in. And that tide is coming in and out, and that water is either... 36 feet deep when it's you know up or four feet deep and so that's just just a big vacuum going in and out and I'm, i was nine swimming across that i was thinking is anybody in charge here the <laughs> hardest part was grabbing the rocks that was training you. oh my god <laughs> but there's a there's a actually a show on netflix that that talks about that they, they, they have a segment about the cliff divers uh it, it's it's like four different segments or five different segments but i was watching it and uh, they they were doing it night cliff diving, <laughs> which was crazy. even more dangerous. Because like, you got to time it. Yeah, because it's just you and, yeah. and, and that tide, was like it, you said. Was it uh, in Acapulco or something? Because cliff was diving a, can be different everywhere. That, it was that in Mexico. has that element. Yeah, yeah, it was in Mexico. But I think regardless of where you are, it's just fucking dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you've got to have some huge balls for that. Oh, yeah, because you're taking that chance to jump. I was, I was nine, <laughs> and, and I didn't go to the very top. Of course, we we're not going to go that high. We went to about a third of the way up, and, and but it was, it was hey, you know, I can say I've jumped from those cliffs. It was and, exhilarating. That oh, bit. man. Yeah. I, you know, it was, it, was, it was a cool moment, you know. 
And I was thinking, my dad was like, you know, you could lose one of us right now. I think. <laughs> I remember um, my, my my brother. He uh, he took my kids out one time with his buddy on a boat, and it, it's not cliff dive or anything by any means, but they, uh, there happened to be a bridge out there on the on the the lake or or whatever they were were going down on the boat, and it was a high ass bridge. And I remember him showing me this video, and here's my kids climbing up to the top of this bridge to jump into this water where you don't even know what's in the bottom of this this little lake or river whatever it is and i'm like you gotta be freaking kidding me y'all do what are y'all <laughs> yeah you know i i remember my kid we were in somewhere in kentucky uh, a beautiful lake and there was this big cliff and he was little and he wanted to go up there and i didn't let him and i was i'm still pissed at me for not letting him do that because i think you got to i think you have to let him uh, i, I should you know i should have but he was I, in my mind he was too i thought hey, he doesn't know what he's getting into i didn't want to and and uh, I remember him being mad at me that day, and and he should have been. I remember I my, let him my brother showed me that video. I, I'm not gonna lie, when he showed me that video, I was like, "Bro, you let my kid do that?" Do that? But at the same, because they were, I think, um, at the time they were uh, builds confidence. They were like 12 and eight. I think. Or breaks a leg. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that was what I was worried about. We're like, what if he would have hit something on there? Or it would have. But then at the same time, the, the, the excitement that he had when he told me, Dad, I did that jump and da da da. He goes, I didn't want to do it, but you know, my, my younger cousin did it and I didn't want to be a pussy, so I, I did it too. Yeah. I'm like, well, cool. I mean, you know, so he made the jump and I was like, at first, I was like, well, you know, that's cool. Because I mean, even when I was younger, my, my parents, they had, a, they had a pool in the backyard. And I remember we used to jump off the roof. It was a two story house and we would climb up on the roof. And, and that's the only cliff driving I have is jumping <laughs> off a roof. But I remember the exhilaration I felt making that jump. Like, you know, you had to make sure you jumped out far enough so you didn't catch the concrete. You want to make sure you jumped in the right part of the pool. Yeah, you don't want to hit the concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to hit the concrete. I've seen it's videos of that. It look. <laughs> yeah, people avoid, don't bounce avoid the pavement. Yeah. Exactly. But, but then again, like I said, it's that exhilaration, that feeling that you get out of it. And then again, like you said, it's feeling that confidence that, hey, you know what? I can do this. You don't want yeah. to stifle that. So I, I get it, man. And that's, that is cool. I, I, anybody can jump off of cliffs like that is fucking, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing. My dad did that, and uh, and then he always wore a speedo. <laughs> Ever since then, we're like, Dad, we're in Hearst, Texas now. There's no fucking cliffs. And, and you get to you a certain lose age, the speedo. I'm sure there's an age where you get to where you just should not be wearing speedos anymore because the speedo now becomes more of a bikini uh, thong or something. We, uh, <laughs> he looked good. My dad always looked good. Uh, for back in July for our 25th anniversary, my wife and I went to uh, uh, Punta Cana. You better not tell me you wore a Speedo, dog, because no, I don't want to picture that. But we went on this excursion, right? And there was several couples. And this this young Hispanic couple, I don't I don't know what they were. I don't they weren't Mexican, I know that for a fact. And this girl had a body that you just she looked like a freaking Instagram model. And her dude was wearing a Speedo. Venezuelan. <laughs> I'm just guessing. And, Brazilian. I, I don't know, but he was wearing a Colombian. Speedo. And, and he was, dude, you do not need to be wearing a Speedo. I mean, he was skinny, but it's like, look, <laughs> with that nub, <laughs> you don't need to be wearing, you don't need to be wearing a Speedo because we all know what you're working with. <laughs> like, are you working with a little uh, nub of a cigar there or what? <laughs> I'm trying to remember this joke I did years ago, years ago about, uh, I don't know, something about the French and uh, I was over there and, and Oh, this dude comes to the pool in his Speedo. And I was like, hey, dude, people don't wear Speedos. He goes, I am French. And I said, yeah, I know. I can see your army retreating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that is crazy. (laughs) 
I forgot about that joke. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take some cigars and I'm going to infuse them with some of your tequila. I already, I already did it. I infused it with the tequila. No, I'm talking about so not good. just dipping. I'm talking about infusing them over time. Like like what? Like sitting in there and let it absorb it? Or? Well, yeah. You put it in a in a plastic container. You take a little bit of the tequila and you put it in another thing. You set it inside and you let the um, cigar sit in there with it. And then over time, it keeps them humidified and they absorb. Yeah. So, okay. So, I got a new humidifier. Yeah. I, I haven't showed it to you. Sweet. I'll have to show it to you. But it has a tray that has like these little um, plastic uh, pellets in it that you put the distilled water in to right. keep the humidity. So, maybe I could take tequila put in there instead of distilled water and no you don't want to do that because then you have to yeah well i mean you can because we want to drink that tequila well you can't yeah, but, but it'd be in my cigars yeah, so you gotta <laughs> then you gotta get rid of the, those pellets because then everything else after that is gonna oh, I like, yeah if i like the flavor though who cares well, well, i mean right? that's that's right that's right. your choice Shit. it's it's yours i don't know but i dude i'm so there's only been two episodes where I feel like I've gotten a buzz. And I'm, this I'm is the second up, one. I think it's a cigar. So I think really. I'm going to take a little bit more if you don't mind. Well, I'm going to do something here. Okay, um, just do something. Yeah. So, Let me finish this off. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I'm taking a chance here. I'm taking a chance here because I know we're on the bourbon uh, podcast, right? You smell guys, my bourbon. You, yeah, yeah, smell yeah, my I bourbon. smell my bourbon. But, but you guys are bourbon drinkers, right? And and I and I knew you were in love with the extra I, I listened to you fall in love with the extra. I've, I've turned you on to the repo and, and got you to say... Uh, or I didn't get you to say. I've watched you. I've witnessed you go. Wow, this is really nice. As a <laughs> bourbon is. consumer, you're enjoying this moment. Uh, now I'm going to. So typically, when we do our podcast, we have one to two glasses. I think now we've gone through. I've gone Probably through four, four glasses yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you taste our blanco. Okay. I'm going to uh, take you. You know. To where you normally you'd be like, no, I'm not going there. Yeah, I'm a bourbon drinker. I'm going to put it in this glass so we don't. And uh, and by the way, this is chilled. This is cold. I've been keeping it on ice. But here's where you're going to see why that extra añejo and why that uh, reposado is so damn good. Um, because you're going to be able to sip this and those other two that we've that you've now experienced. This is the foundation of them. This is the reason they're good. This is the base. Yeah, this is the base. Um, so we're looking right now. We're doing years, the blanco. A fully matured, not seven years. Fully matured blanco, double distilled, uh, lowland tequila, and, and treated just. Now this is cold, but <laughs> it's nice, right? It's that nice. is good. All right, <laughs> you know. I don't know if it's because it's chilled or just it's the, fla- the flavor, it's just man. So it's, good. it's everything that extra añejo is with a different tone, and it's everything that reposado is with a different tone. You can it's, tell. You can tell wow. it's from the reposado because it has the underlining flavor. It's, it's just missing the wood flavor to it, but it's yes. so smooth. It's so good. The other two are that, and that's why they're good, dude. That is good, and I don't even like. I don't like blancos. I don't like silvers. I don't. Because those are the ones that make me cringe. Those are the ones that were like, but this is so. Welcome to my world. (laughs) This is amazing. Won't you come on in? This is really amazing. All right, bro. I. Wow. I ain't lying, man. I ain't lying. You know what? I couldn't put this in in a margarita. I feel like a margarita would kill. Would be disrespectful to this tequila. In exactly. my opinion, be delicious. Yeah. Be delicious, but you yeah, know, but yeah, it's so good by itself. Why would I want to mix it with anything else? That that is good. Yeah. So I have a question. So, but by the way, if you do mix, we recommend Zing Zang All Natural 
Margarita mix. Is that a mix that no, they sell at the liquor stores? Yes, or? You, oh, you, find, you have that on the bus, too. I have it on I the bus. I was wondering. I saw it, Zing Zang. He's like, what is that? And here's why I have that. Because, uh, because they care about what they're doing. They care about what they're doing. They, um, they have the number one Bloody Mary mix in, in the country. Right, okay. and that's where they got famous. A lot of people don't even know they make a margarita mix, uh, but it is delicious. And we used to make our margaritas all the time with fresh squeezed uh, lime and pineapple juice, no artificial sugar. Uh, but as we do these shows, we have to try to make it easier on the bartenders. And we discovered this zing zang, and it's freaking delicious. We have to try that one day. We have to try. And it doesn't zing give zang. you a headache. That's the best part. We we'll have to try the zing zang one yeah. day. We we'll have to. We we'll have to. So if you mix it, there you on go. a later podcast, we're gonna have to do just like a whole mix, we're like because you know you have a, a whole recipe. For, and to, you know to, what? I, I thought I had a bottle of Zing Zang. I was going to do that and mix you one here, but I, I didn't have a bottle of Zing Zang. On that's that. all right. That's all right. This is this right here was a treat by itself. Just the tequila, right? the Blanco by itself, nice Man. and chilled, was good. That is good. I'm, that is really good. He's I'm still liking it. <laughs> yeah. He, if you can see Dave smile right now, Dave has the biggest smile. But earlier, I couldn't tell if Dave was happy or not. He just had Dave face. Now he's got a smile on his face. So I'm thinking. Well, I, I, had, I had Dave face because I, I was trying to hurry up to get over here. Took a little bit longer than than I expected, and it's like fuck. I don't want those guys to be mad at me, but we were pissed. Oh yeah, we were already pissed off. We, <laughs> so you made me watch football. Here, drink this. Drink this. <laughs> That's how bad it was, Dave. You made me put on football. And I'm, I'm a, a fan. Fuck. I'm a football fan. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Sunday good stuff, man. You know. <laughs> so you guys on your website, y'all have the that one bottle, or I've seen that one bottle that's like six hundred and something dollars. The Juan and a million. The, yeah, oh, oh, I tried Tell some yesterday. About, to, I tried some yesterday. Yeah, he he had a sampler. About he did. <laughs> and, I, and you know, when I said I had a surprise, I was thinking you were thinking I was going to pull that bottle out. I was and hoping, I, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. lie. If, 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 but you know what? I took, remember, that's why I said told, I took you I was, on a different was, turn and you're just as happy. I, I was, I was, I'm not going to lie, dude. Truth be told, I was kind of like inside the little girl in me was like, ah, we're going to get some of the one in a million. It, I tried some yesterday at the bottle sign and he had some out there. It's amazing. And dude, it was amazing. He's lying. He was like, oh, I'm going to see his dick. I'm going to see his dick. <laughs> well, well, wow. I was hoping okay. enough tequila that might happen. I don't know, man. I was, to, I was told there would be no, no dick pics in this <laughs> podcast. I wish Dave would quit sending me dick pics. It's hard to decide between that and moles. I'm like, what is that? Is it a mole or what is it, Dave? So what's, what, <laughs> the Juan Million is yeah. a bad boy. Um, it's, uh, it's the extra new home. Uh, bourbon barrel, uh, but it's nine point six years in the barrel, and uh, it's amazing. Which is what three times longer than yeah. your extra nickel. Yeah, three times longer, and and it uh, and we were nervous when we un uh, unbarreled it. When, I guess that's the term when, when when we popped the cork on that barrel because it it could have been just as good or not as good as the X-ray because you know just don't know what's going to happen but it it's so rich it, it is, is so unbelievably rich. good and it's still that blanco agave is still coming through it so i don't believe you guys this, this is my goal my this is my goal my goal my goal is to start a, a gofundme account just so i can buy a, and you better hurry because i'll tell you this they're, they're we, very limited. we, we yeah. only made 3000 of those bottles and, uh, and well you know what maybe that's something we can do dave i don't know I, we'll, we'll talk about it after the show but maybe we can get together pull our money together and buy because for one not for only one, is, not only one, is, yeah. not only is the, the tequila in there amazing cuz it is i mean i love you know i love the extra nickel but this the this one the, 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 this one was so good because I had both of them uh, yesterday and and you could tell the difference between the extra nejo and and then the, and the uh, and the Juan in a million the one in a million yeah. because so I, I kept calling it uh, the, uh, I call it by another name he's like Mike it's just like my um, 
my calling of the of the city of where the tequila's made because he 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 cracked oh, you know, that uh, yesterday. A tatilan. <laughs> it's a matitan. A matitan. He, 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 matitan. I give it a matitan and a matitan and yeah, yeah. And I kept saying guava instead of gava. <laughs> guava is what the fucking like Ace Ventura <laughs> pulled out of a rat's ass. Yeah. <laughs> so we can we we'll, we'll we'll pull our money. So they have they, they have, have the total wine. Million. They have it to, uh, total wine, and it's actually on sale this weekend. It's regular four ninety nine. They got it for four fifty. Okay. So I definitely think we need to put it. We maybe we put it. Well, we'll talk about Which, it. Which, by the, the way, everybody, that's a pricey bottle, but it took eighteen years to produce. It's and, well worth it, and and it's magic. And, and, and sold, there's only three thousand of them. We and, sold and guess four what? bottles. They're, they're of gone. It. They're really technically. We we released it last year, and we really thought these are going to go real quick, and they did in the beginning. But there's probably about two or three hundred left in the nation, and uh, and and they won't exist anymore. And, and, oh, okay. and total they're wine, numbered. total wine has some of the lower bottle case accounts because I think yeah, we sold did. we sold four. Uh, yesterday at Total Wines, oh, they're all like new, new, number two thirty. Two thirty was yeah. one of the bottles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they're numbered. Yeah, they're yes, numbered. Okay. they're numbered. So if we buy it, we're gonna get you to sign it. Yeah, oh, for, sure. It. for sure. For sure. And what's for really sure. cool about that bottle is when Ron and I took this project on. You know, when we went there and we started putting, the, you know, bottling number one bottles, Blanco, Reposado, and Extrañejo, that was tequila that they had already produced. Where they're 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 there before us, you know. So we just, hey, here's our label. This is what we're going to send to the U.S. Um, but we also started um, getting buying Blanco tequila and aging it ourselves. We had our own. These are our barrels, you know, and this and stuff, that kind of stuff. And in that first batch that we watched come out of the field of agave to make blanco um ron and i helped in the harvest we didn't work a whole day out there but we went out there and they showed us how to do it and we, we were out there <laughs> we with them. Day. we got like two plants no, no 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 we did more than that we were out there for a couple hours and then when uh the next day when they brought all those piñas in on the truck we helped unload it and throw it in the oven. And and then we watched the distillation process. So we helped in the process of that batch. And some of that tequila became our Blanco tequila. And some of it became our Reposado and our Extra Añejo. But some of it, we put 2,500 liters away and we went, just don't touch that one. Even when it passed the time of Extra Añejo, we were like, leave that original thing that we did alone. And we thought we were going to do something one day. And when it was our 10-year anniversary, we, we let it go. And and it's and it's amazing. pretty freaking cool. The packaging on it is amazing. It's a beautiful black box. Yeah, gold lettering. It's number one pretty tequila cool. on it. it. It's got so apparently you couldn't put the your, your dad's picture yeah. on the on the neck, right? So they put it on a gold medallion on the side of the box. His dad's picture's on that gold medallion. You open up the box. It's beautiful. You got the you got the bottle. It even smells it's, good it, when you it, open it. Oh, and not the dude, tequila. You it, smell like leather, like mm-hmm. this. It's it's cool. It's nice. You open up I'm the sold. box. It's the, it's, well bo- it's, the, the it's 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 the the number one tequila bottle, but with gold etched in between all the peanut parts there. All oh, the yeah, little squares. All, it's it's gold. all hand painted. All in it, and then it's gold encrusted on the top, and then on the side you got pictures of them working on the field. And yeah. then a little story about behind it. Yeah, and dude, it tells that story. It is so awesome, and it's got it comes with a gold like a coin. It's, it's got a coin? Its, each one has its own coin, and it also has a picture of our master distiller Nestor Rivera. So it's cool. So we'll buy that. We need to buy that. I feel like we we'll need to have that. It. Yes, 
and then we'll you call it. You guys look like a couple right now. We need to buy that. We're going to buy it, right? We're you, know buy what? It. you know, you're not the first person to say that. So me and Dave have been doing comedy together for, <laughs> God, how many years now, Dave? It's been, it's been seven know. years, maybe? At least. Yeah. Six years, seven years? Yeah. And and, and out of the Los Comic Compilations, which is the, the group that we started, it was me, Dave, uh, Stephen Padilla, H. John Bowie, and, and Marcy. Uh, what's Marcy's last name? I, I can't remember her last name, unfortunately. Uh, but... Um, Larios? Larios, yeah. yeah. Marcy Larios. So we started Los Comedy Compadres. Out of that, it, it, everybody's gone different ways, done different things. Some of them are still in comedy. Some aren't in comedy. But through that whole period of time, uh, on and off, Dave, I've been consistently Los Comedy Compadres since day one when we started it. I've been pushing, promoting shows underneath it. Um, and like I said, everybody's come and go in time. But uh, during that time period, Dave and I have really been the most two consistent guys pushing Los Comedy Compadres. And so they've always referred to us as like the parents of the group because Dave has always been the Who's the chick? That's all I want to know. All right. 100%. (laughs) Bullshit. Anyway. My idea is to have that bottle. We do a podcast and we call it Juan Night Stand. Oh, that's a great episode right there. The Juan Night Stand. So, okay. So, you you heard it here. We didn't have to discuss it. We're going to buy that. We're going to buy that bottle. Yeah, I like that. And I'm even going to maybe I should do my next special. That's what I should call it. One night stand. One night stand. Okay. There we go. So we start. Oh, my God. So this is what we're going to do. This this is the plan. This is the plan. I'm I'm, I'm brainstorming here. This is what we're going to do. We are going to buy that bottle. I I don't know if it's going to be within the next few months or whatever. We'll buy the bottle. We're going to store it until you come back in through town, and you're going to come through town on the One Night Stand comedy tour, and that's when we'll open that bottle. We'll share it on this podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll open it, pop it, open it with you. Wait that a way. minute, are you saying you want me to drink that bottle with you? You're going to yes. drink that okay. bottle with us. There's yes. no way you're, we're just okay. no way we're not going to have it without you. I, I feel <laughs> like are we are we are we in agreement with this? And is yeah, that what it, we're it's doing? only it's only right. Well, okay um, then, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. All right, cool. So this is obviously going to happen next year. Obviously, it has to happen next year. So next year. It's gonna. That's that's what we're gonna do. I better we're get gonna busy have writing. Yes, it's gonna be awesome. I'm, I mean, drinking. I'm excited. I, I think I'm excited now because because I want to drink it. God damn it! Yeah. No, it's <laughs> I good wish we had a bottle today. <laughs> so, what's next for you? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm putting an emphasis again on comedy. Uh, as much as I've been this entire time that we've been building this tequila company, um, I've been doing stand up, doing shows, but I haven't been. Uh, focused on Alex Raimundo. You know, I've been focused on this bottle. I've been doing shows because that's how I make my money and I, that's what I love doing. But I haven't put a special out in 10 years. Uh, and and I really should have easily put two or three out by now. Um, so I'm, uh, that's what's next. You know, because, because that really drives um, awareness of this bottle because, you know, so I, I, I want to do that. Plenty of people come up to me after the shows and they go, okay, the last time we heard about your kids was this. What, what the fuck's going on with them now? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out there. I've been out there, but I need to, you know, get you, you, you want to redo, your, you know, like a brand new show. It's a new side of Alex Mundo. Well, I mean, through these 10 years, plenty of jokes have come and gone in there. And, uh, but but there's no, there hasn't been a new special. Right. And, and I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be in a small room, a big room, whatever it is, but but I need to focus on that. I tell you what, you give us the time. You give us the time to sit up. And you you get with us about what you want to do, and we will get a big ass room. I'm well, talking fi- five hundred yeah. to a thousand people. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know where I'd want to shoot this. it. There's so many places that that I enjoy, you know. Uh, but the, I don't. I got to get to work. Yeah. Got to get to work. 
because I would love to see a new special from you. Because I, um, what was it? When was the last one? Was what the Red Mexican? Was mm-hmm. is that the last one? Yeah, yeah, been a bit. And that was an amazing. That was an amazing show because I seen it. I went. So I went back. I didn't see it when it originally aired, but I went back and I looked it up. I think on uh, Amazon Prime. If I'm correct. I could be wrong. You shake your head, yes. So okay, Amazon Prime is what I found it on, and then they owe me money. Then I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was amazing. It was it was it was great. It was fun. It was fun. You know, uh, I remember when I shot that. um, That's the one with the with the the motorcycle comes on stage, and it's a it's a it's a huge auditorium. It was beautiful. It was a great show. It was the St. Joe Theater in uh, the Missouri Theater. Forgive me, in St. Joe, Missouri. And I did it there, you know why? Because I, I had played a show there with Ron White. And I realized, uh, I mean, Ron's, Ron's audience has always dug me, but we were in Missouri, and I found that there were 250,000 assimilated Latino population in the middle of the country. That's, that's as middle of the country as you get. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to go, hey, you know what? I wanted to bring um, both groups together. You know the blue collar tour and the and the uh, Latin King of Comedy audience together, and so I thought, hey, let's let's shoot it here, and in the heartland of America, and 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 I wanted everyone to show up, which was cool. You know, both groups, and, and they did. And all the white people came to the first show, and all the brown people came to the second show. <laughs> so when late. you edit the video, you're like, it's like two different audiences. The Latinos were fucking late, bro. We'll be there. The, 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 the. We what came, time is it? Eight? We we'll actually didn't. The both shows came out so great, but it was really tough to cut to the audience of both of them. Because right. if you did, you'd be like, that's a different audience. And. Uh, like that person was in the front row. The we, last we segregated cut. ourselves. <laughs> it's know? funny, but it's so true, though. It, it yeah, really was. Yeah. It was funny how it happened. That that is so awesome. That I love hearing stories like that. I like I like that. That's cool. But um, who knows how we'll shoot the next one? I mean, th- things have uh, changed a lot. You know, the equipment's changed. Uh, um, you know, I've seen so many great specials from from guys and girls that are in a tiny room, and then and then a big one, and then this and that. So who knows? It'll just it'll wherever it feels right. Well, so you know, about, our last night's show, we, we didn't have a huge crowd, but they were into it. Yeah, big time. I, it, I think we need to explain real quick, though, but the reason why we didn't have a, a huge crowd, because I, I don't want them to think that that was just what it is. It, there were circumstances behind it. Because some motherfucker yeah. hacked my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we didn't get a chance to, we didn't get the proper opportunity to, to promote it, to right. let people aware. And it's so weird um, that people have to know something's going on. You know, right. just, I mean, it's a big city to be in, to begin with. I mean, you. We, anyway, because we had your show here in, in March point, earlier that year. It was fun. It was fun. They they were fun. Yeah. The yeah. smallest crowd I've ever worked was two people. Oh wow! On the Fourth of July, and they weren't even together. <laughs> wow! <laughs> they just stumbled in. I, like, yeah. I was like, I was going. I remember it was a young comic. It was an open mic, and I was like, "What are you guys, communists? What the fuck is wrong with this Fourth of July? The rest of the world's out there watching fireworks. They're about to go off the next hour, and you got us telling fucking jokes up here because you don't got shit to do." And it was a guy and a girl, and I was like, "What's your name, Lori? What's your name, Bill? Okay, why don't y'all uh, say hello? Go fuck in the room upstairs. <laughs> Let us go enjoy being Americans. Exactly. Go America, y'all go fuck. Yeah, I, the smallest crowd I've ever worked. That's crazy. That is that is crazy. I know, like I said, we had you here back in March, and I think we were upward of almost 200, 200 people. We packed that room. Yeah, we it was a fully packed room. We had everybody in there that we could potentially fit in there, which was amazing. So that's why, you know, 
the shows have been great. I oh, mean, we did, we did Sugarland and we, we backed it up twice. Yeah, let me take this opportunity to say uh, to um, because we're trying to work on this kind of stuff. Is is follow me uh, on Facebook? It's Alex Raimundo. Uh, um, Alex Raimundo uh, on on Instagram official. I think it's Alex Raimundo official. Uh, we're I, we're starting to have some fun. That's shit that I've kind of ignored, and now we're doing it, and, and the numbers are growing fast. So check it out. Definitely, definitely, I'll definitely have everybody follow you on Alex uh, Alex Raimundo. Uh, it's as act out. It's alexcomedy.com, correct? Yes, that's my website. Alexcomedy.com. So I definitely suggest y'all guys follow me. I had to do that because it was always alexraimundo.com, and and, uh, so many people misspell my name. And mostly Mexicans. They always spell it R A Y. And it's R E Y. And I'm like, so we just say, I get the, I bought the thing, you know, Alex Comedy. They so, all, it goes to Alex Raymond. So, so Rey Mundo, like Rey is, is what King, right? R E Y, and then Mundo is world, King of the world, so King of the Strong world. Name. You, you would think that they wouldn't, they wouldn't misspell that, but right, <laughs> especially being Latino and shit yeah. like that. You know what it also means a. is so many people had the name Raymundo and they said, you know, I can't take that much pressure. Just take, make it an A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the King. <laughs> That's but a lot I, of pressure dig, to hold I on dig, to, right? Yeah, I dig, I dig it. I dig king the, of the world. Yeah, it's, He's it's, Alex, king of the world, everybody. Alejandro, <laughs> which means protector of man. You know, really? Yeah. See, and so There's a lot I, of pressure on me, really. I, I named my son Alejandro. My oldest son, his name is Alejandro Miguel. Um, That's your son's name, Alejandro Miguel? Alejandro Miguel. Mm-hmm. That's my son's name. Are you kidding no? me? So no, my no, oldest no. son, his name is Alejandro Miguel. And the way I came across this name was one, when I he was my very firstborn. And I was like, you know what? I want him to have an authentic Latino name. I right. want him to have something culture. And so, um, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> he didn't have a name when he was born. We didn't have, he was born, we had no idea what we were going to name him. My parents pulled up. Did y'all uh, realize you were pregnant? No, we knew he was pregnant. We just never thought about names. My, so my <laughs> what first, the fuck is this thing? My, what are we gonna? What do we call it? Was, I don't my know. first wife was Filipina. <laughs> what are you so, dropping so, on me? So, so yeah, we, we never thought. Of, we never sat down and thought about a name. So we were like, fuck, we didn't think about a name for nine months. You didn't think about a name? Yes, for nine months we never thought about a name. <laughs> you know, you do get some advance warning on the kids. I, we had advance warning. We just weren't. We weren't. Uh, we weren't uh, prepared. You know, we yeah. were like, fuck it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So for nine months we had no name. The he was born. And when he was born, they're like, what's his name? We're like, I don't know. So for like the first day or so, he didn't have anything on the birth certificate. So we were like. How did they let you leave the hospital? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't leave the hospital until then. She was there for two days. Yeah. So, um, they, they don't let you leave parents, the hospital yeah. without a name. Yeah. My parents, uh, yeah. they, 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 they were out on vacation. They had, Denial uh, is a hell of an emotion. It's <laughs> 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 the first step. <laughs> He's like, no, you're not pregnant. No, you're not pregnant. Sir, <laughs> you have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Surely that's not no, a I kid. No, I don't. No, I don't. So my parents drove in from out of town. They were on vacation. They had an RV. So they were drove into town. So the baby's born. They're in the hospital. My parents show up. So I go out to the RV. And I'm hanging out with my parents in there. And I'm like, man, I don't know what to name this kid. I have no idea. So they're watching Zorro on TV. They had the, the VHS. They're watching Zorro. And the character's name uh, on Zorro, his real name was Alejandro. So like, you know, that sounds like a really good name. So we went with Alejandro, God. right? And I, want, <laughs> I wanted to incorporate my name. In his name, but I didn't want to be like Alejandro Michael. That just sounded weird. I wanted to keep it all authentic. So I was like, you know what? In Spanish, Michael is Miguel. So Alejandro Miguel. So I went in there. I told the nurse, I got his name. She's like, what is it? I'm Alejandro Miguel Sanchez. And they're like, okay, cool. 
And then my wife's like, later on, she's like, so, so what, what do we name? I was like, Alejandro. She's like, oh, she starts crying. She's like, why do you name Alejandro? Like, what do you mean? In the Philippines, that's a farmer. <laughs> They're going to think he's a farmer. I'm like, no, that's a good name. And, and now I'm glad to know what it really means. Well, um, so I did good. It's weird how we had two completely different approaches to the same name. <laughs> right? <laughs> I gave it a lot of thought. You give it zero thought. <laughs> I, I watched the TV show. All my kids are named after something that was on TV. Yeah. My, son, my, my younger son, his name is Eun, E-Y-U-N. It's Korean because at the time of delivery, when he when she went into labor with him, we were watching a Korean music video and the girl's name on that, or the person's name on that song was Eun Soo Park. And so I was like, you know what? Eun sounds like a really good name. So his name is Eun, uh, it's Eun James because I wanted to put an American in there too. I've always liked the name James, so I just threw it in there. So Eun James Sanchez. <laughs> his teachers had the hardest time pronouncing his name. They're like, E he. E Y U N E U. He's like it's Ian. <laughs> I did a joke years ago about I was doing a show somewhere and someone I met some dude named if I can remember this his name was Canyon Lake, Canyon Lake and I said Canyon Lake he goes yeah my name my parents named him made me after where they conceived me <laughs> and I was like I was like oh really well there's my sister bathroom counter and my brother yeah. kitchen floor. <laughs> my, <laughs> uh, luckily they weren't in Buffalo, like Texas, cousins right? facing carpet. <laughs> Good thing they weren't in butthole Texas. It would have been butthole. <laughs> so, born in Acapulco, moved to Texas. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. And now you live in Kentucky. I see, yes. How's that? It's awesome. It's been great. I recommend it to everybody. My journey's been fun. <laughs> and, it's, uh, and, and it's just, you know, I, I, I like it. Um, I think as, as a comic, I just always uh, recommend just be you. You know, that's who you got to be. And that's 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 where my path took me. And that's what I, you know, I don't know. I like it. You live, you I, I live, have no complaints about what's going on. You live in Kentucky, the heart of bourbon country. And you, and you yeah, started at the Kila They never saw me coming. No. That's why I infiltrated this bourbon podcast. You know? <laughs> he just snuck in there like that. He's, He's like, I've been doing this started. for years. Hey, you know what? I've turned a lot of people in, in that great state um, uh, with a great tradition yeah. uh, onto tequila. And so have a lot of people, but but they, you know, they're proud feel, of me too. I feel like Kentucky's going to become the new hub for tequila in the world. <laughs> well, we, nothing happens there other than, you know, I live there and we run the company from there, but uh, um, really run it from anywhere. But what I do want to do a little, and you guys being bourbon fans, you're familiar with the bourbon trail, right? What I want to do eventually, this is a little pipe dream of mine. You asked me what's next. Maybe this is what's next for number one tequila. One day uh, I'd like to create a virtual distillery somewhere in Kentucky that takes that left turn on the bourbon trail. So while you're taking the bourbon trail, you can actually go to the virtual number one distillery where you get to see how we make tequila, all videos and stuff. And, and, and we'll create something right to make it real. Um, but also clips of me and Ron, our stand up and in comics and stuff. I think it'd be a fun bar to hang out at. It's funny. It's funny. You mentioned the bourbon trail because yesterday when we were at total wines doing the, uh, Tequila, the tequila, I can't, I'm, I'm, you're drunk. He's, he's fucked up. I'm buzzed. The tequila tasting and everything like that, when we were doing all that yesterday, there was actually a couple that came through and they have a hotel on the bourbon route. Really? In Kentucky. Yeah, they were telling us, they were talking to us about it. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was selling, but I don't he was busy. I mean, I may be but the couple has a hotel on there and, and they were telling me how they had to, in order to 
build a hotel on that route, they had to carry 200 different types of bourbon uh, in, in the bar in order to be able. That was the requirement to build a hotel on that route, to be wow. on that route. Hmm. So wow. I, I, I thought it was amazing that they, they're like, yeah, we have a, a, a hotel on that route. And they were here and they bought they bought your extra anejo. Did it? So right. technically, your extra anejo might already it, be on that in route. That bar. It's, it's on the <laughs> it, it, it drinks like a bourbon. I, I, yeah, let me tell um, you, it it's, does. It's it, freaking it, it's, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it I, is. It, it's, I, it's something that I feel like should be in everybody's collection. If you're a bourbon drinker and and you want to have that little variety, you should have that extra anejo in your in your in your in your bar. It should be there because it's so good. It it it, it drinks like a bourbon, but it has that. That sustainability of of, of, a, of a of a tequila, it just stays with you and it gives you that nice it's a great spirit. ride. Yes, and then that's the thing. You can have a, any kind of great spirit. There are great rums. There's great gins, and and I don't think there's any great vodka. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, but but uh, you know, it's uh, I think one of uh, the, the nicest. Uh, there's a guy named Wes Henderson that uh, was the owner of Angels Envy, uh, which is a bourbon, right? Um, yes, and he tweeted years ago. He became a friend of mine because he lives in, in Louisville. But he tweeted, "When not drinking Angel's Envy, number one extra añejo is my go-to." Which you know, we we put that up and went, "Hell yeah, that's that's a that's an authority in in, in bourbon." Uh, Bill Samuels, uh, the junior guy, he he's he. He's one of the first guys that I introduced this tequila to because I just had dreams and thoughts of what we could do, and I needed someone and an authority that could give me some influence. And, and I drank a bottle of this tequila with him in a bar and two other friends, and and he let me know, hey, you have something special here. You know what? And that's a pretty good source. You know what's interesting about that is, um, I remember I think I told you about it. I don't know if I told you about it. So I did a show um, earlier this year in Kerrville, Texas which is uh, the birthplace of H-E-B at the Majestic Theater. And while I was there, there was a couple that came in. They bought tickets for the show because on my webpage, they, 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 I guess they followed the, the, um, our um, Smell My Bourbon podcast. Okay. And they had seen where we had posted pictures of number one tequila. And so they, they came up to me and they're like, hey, you're the guy that worked with uh, Alex Ramundo with the number one tequila, right? I'm like, yeah, we work, we've worked together. They're like, yeah, we buy his extra nail. It's freaking amazing. That's why we came to the show tonight. Because nice. we, one, we followed you, and we know you drink that. Not only that, but he was one of the, uh, what they call the Garrison 300, the Garrison Brothers uh, bourbon. Have you ever heard Garrison mm. Brothers? So it's a mm. big tequila company out here, the Garrison Brothers. You mean a big bourbon company? It's a big yeah, bourbon company, bourbon. yeah. yeah. They're Garrison the, Brothers, they're, they're I mean, they're one of the best bourbons oh, you could know. buy. Yeah, they're but just they're outside of, of the San Antonio area. Yeah, yeah, but they are one of the 300. So what happened was at one point, Garrison Brothers was struggling a little bit. So they reached out to 300 people for oh, investmentships. Cool. And so they have like this big placard that, that shows the number of where they are at. And they get like all these benefits. So they're big bourbon fans. But he was like, look, I got to show you this. And, that, and and I remember I told you, I did tell you this about it. Because yes, did you get, did you get the picture? I'm like, nah, he just showed it to me on this phone. But in his bar downstairs in his home, he oh, had. Oh, I, I did see. I remember. Yeah, he had the bottle of extra anejo, and he goes, "I." That's how I found out about you doing comedy, and that's what I tied it into was uh, was to the number one tequila. And then he goes, "That's why we came out tonight." And so the my, I was like, I was astonished. Like, dude, he he knew about number one tequila, and, he, and he's like, "Yeah, we drink the extra anejo," and he's a he's a stout bourbon drinker. And so I thought that was so cool. So that, that goes into play with the whole thing about what how I like, the extra nejo is, is. What I like is that that's just a testament to why we do all this stuff is uh, I just keep wanting to lead people to share something fun. 
And oh, yeah. the fact that somebody through my tequila digs what you're doing and, you know, all that, I like it. Magos. How do you not like that? Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, for one, I just want to say thank you to let me host t- last night's show. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a freaking blast. I had a fun. I had fun. It was I had like, a blast too. It was a lot yeah. of fun. It was so much fun. Every time I get the chance on an opportunity uh, to work with you, Alex, or to every time I get to work with Dave, it's always a pleasure. I enjoy working with Dave. That's why we've been together for so long. Um, the fact that we were allowed to to you you grant us the opportunity to invite you into our family for the night to do what we did was hey, amazing. I'm, I'm sleeping in your street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at your house. Dude, I, okay. Real quick side story. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm, I, we're, we're running on time. I know I get it, guys. This is gonna probably be broken into two segments just because of the time. No, we're, we're talking too long. No, no, don't yeah. worry about it. We're we're good. But just a quick side note, though. I just want to share this with everybody because I, I I don't know how much you you really know about this. I know Dave. I've expressed it to Dave before. So in March you came in. We did a show together. We did three shows together. Six, five shows together. It was uh, one in Victoria. Uh, no, it was four. Okay, it was four. It was one in Victoria. No, it was it wasn't a five show thing. It was, it was a week. It was one in Victoria. It was a whole weekend. It was <laughs> Victoria. Drunk. We did a show in Victoria. We did two in Sugarland. We did one in in Pasadena. And then we did San Antonio. Uh, I didn't get to make the San Antonio show, but still, that 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 week was my birthday weekend alex came in we did comedy together and and then for me i grew up watching alex i grew up watching uh uh all the uh george and all them guys i i i really dig the latinos uh, latin kings of comedy because that like I, I told people before that was my introduction that latinos could do mainstream comedy and 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 so it was so freaking cool to me that on my on my 44th birthday not only was I celebrating growing into 44, but I was able to celebrate it with Alex. That's how cool Alex was. He he was here for my birthday. I got to celebrate my birthday <laughs> yeah. with Alex, here with my family, everybody. Dude, that's one of those things that, that's going to live in my mind forever. So thank you for that. I brother. came to his house. He was very gracious. Uh, I'll come to your house, but oh, I'll, yeah. bring, I'll bring mine with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. But, man, I, you know, thank you for that, bro. Because yeah. that, to me, that's like, that's that's one of those things where everybody, everybody talks about that surreal moment in their life where it was just really surreal. And for me, that was it. It was like, as I'm sitting here and we're enjoying everybody's laughing, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you got Alex Ramundo in your fucking house. Yeah. When you were a kid, you were watching this man on HBO make thousands of people fucking laugh. And this dude is in your house in your right house, now yeah. sharing a drink with you laughing with your family eating it was just it was thank you brother. Well, my all, pleasure. I'm, I'm, thank just, you. I'm just a road comic that, uh, that we, our <laughs> paths crossed but thank you yeah because last night he came up to me and he says hey are you introducing me or is it Mike it's like no I am he goes oh, introduce me like this and I'd already had an introduction in mind for you and that's why I introduced you the way you wanted and then added so he was part of the Latin Kings of Comedy that spotlighted Latino comedy. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty kind of you. And that was like, that was... Because I think it's, I just said, just true. tell him I'm Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the truth. It's like, when when that came out, I think it's like, that is another aspect of comedy that people need to start looking out for. And... What's that? The, the Latino comedy. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it's kind of taken off from there. So, yeah. That, that was, a, I think that was a big moment in time for comedy. I think yeah. Oh, I mean, no he, doubt, and I'm, yeah. and I'm again blessed that I was uh, happened to be at the right place at the right time, and and and, and, it, and it went my way, uh, and it's um, you know, it's still going, which it's I still love. Going I, like Jerry Dice said, sixteen years. I'm thirty two in, and I can't, you know, I ain't, I ain't quitting. 
Hell no. We, no we don't to. want you to. There's no reason no to. No reason to. So real quick, one more time, man, before we get going here, Alex, get, tell one more time our audience how they can reach you, how they can find you. Uh, go to alexcomedy.com. I'm touring, and uh, and wherever I may be, we you know, you'll see the dates there. Follow me on Instagram, Alex Raymundo Official. Follow me on Facebook, just Alex Raymundo. And, uh, and and oh, I got a TikTok page. No. I haven't done anything on it about yet. About time. Right? About I, time. But, well, we, we have the account. The other day they said, hey, it's set up. And then we looked in. Uh, I think I had, I, hey, can you pull it up? I had six followers that day. I don't know. Who, <laughs> I, got, I got to find I, you. So I, don't know, I'll follow I, don't, you. I don't know if we've uh, put anything on it yet, but we've been dealing with this asshole who fucking hacked my Facebook page. Um, so we kind of put a halt on that stuff. But But I do have a TikTok now. But it's not on my phone yet because my kids will send me a TikTok and I can't open them. I'm like, what? Yeah, you, you got to add the app. Yeah. So, so right. there's a lot of Alex Raimundo on TikTok, but it's by uh, another group called Left Out Loud. So there's a lot of your videos out there on TikTok. So oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. We got to just find LOL. that. Yeah, the LOL. LOL oh, so we just got to find. LOL is Scott Montoya. He used to be my manager, uh, and he was the producer of the Latin Kings of Comedy, and he pr- helped me. He produced with me uh, Hispanic, Red Mexican, the Payaso Comedy Slam, the Latin Divas. Yeah, that's, that's an interview thing I did. Yeah, that's. yeah. So, so guys, look at look out for Alex Raimundo on TikTok because I uh, man, you know what? There's if you haven't there. seen his material, if you haven't seen his Somebody videos, owe me there, money. it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's going to be really, really good. So, again, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today, man. We we greatly appreciate it. Man. Oh, real quick though, where can they find your tequila? That's what I really want them to know because I want people to taste this tequila. If you're not a tequila drinker by nature, if you have this uh, preconceived notion that uh, tequila is this. Go out, give number one tequila a, a chance. Whether it be the Blanco, the Reposado, the Extra Nero, give it a chance. Lips. That's what we and say. We, if we get liquid to lips, we win. It, it, really, when they taste it, no matter what you dig on, you're like, you can't not recognize a good watch, a good pair of shoes, a good car, a good comic, a, a good spirit. Um, so, But you, the best thing to do, we're in 40 states now. It doesn't mean we're everywhere in all those 40 states. But the best thing to do is go to numberjuantequila.com. And there's a link, there's a thing on there that says find Juan near you. You put your zip code in and it shows you the closest place to you, which could be the next state or it could be, you know, two could be blocks right down away. The block. yeah. Could be right down the block. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but here's a good thing too. If you don't feel like moving, um, we have three links on there that you can order it and it'll be delivered right to your front door. Nice. And so really, because when we first started the company, we were only in three or four states, but me and Ron were traveling everywhere and we were working all the states. And so we wanted people to be able to, to get it. And so you can, you know, you can get this bottle, you can get this bottle and do me and Ron a favor. Whenever you're going out to bars and restaurants and, and liquor stores, just ask for it. Even if you don't plan on buying it, you had no intention of buying it that day, just start saying our name. That that helps us tremendously get the word out there because it's worth it. For sure. It's shareable. By far, by far. It's like great. it. I can attest to that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is our show for today. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Again, this will be up soon. And uh, look out for some more episodes coming out from uh, Smell My Bourbon. Uh, till then, I'm Mike Sanchez, and this is Dave Jokes. And, and we'll drunk. see you on the next time. Peace. Thank you.